Hilchis Kalim Perik Echad Ve'esrim. Now we learned that the Seder of weaving was that they would, they would, they would spread out the chassis threads on that weaving bed. So the chassis threads were spread out, and then they would put the Arif threads through the chassis. Now obviously they wouldn't start all the way on top of the chassis threads. There would be still some threads from the chassis threads, which were never woven. There was never any Arif threads going through it. And Al-Darechzeh, there was on the bottom of this, of this cloth, there was also an extension of those chassis threads, which were never woven. So, so therefore there was threads coming out on the top and on the bottom. They could also make attempts on the sides that there could also be threads coming out. So the din is, so now the question is, those threads that are coming out that aren't woven, what is the din? Legabi tome vitara. In other words, the piece of cloth becomes tummy, so the entire piece of cloth is tummy. Now what about those threads? Are those threads considered part of the piece of cloth? Or they're not considered part of the piece of cloth? That's the issue here. Perik echad Hachutim hayoitzim in the arik, the chutim that extend outside of the part that was woven, or v'shabetchilas hayiriyah v'shabeseifa, in other words, you can have a, a different reason why, let's say, you have chutim which are extending outside of the woven part, not in the original, in other words, the original maybe it was all woven and now you have, was torn apart and you have threads sticking out, or v'shabetchilas hayiriyah v'shabeseifa, as we said, that when you start weaving the chassis threads, so there's always the top of the chassis threads and the bottom of the chassis Threads were never woven. And these chutim, which extend outside of a piece of cloth that wasn't woven, they are called niman. So the question is, what's the shear of these niman that are considered part of the cloth? So we say as a shil sadin, sadin is like a small talus, or vishal sudrin, which is like a hat, a small hat, or vishal tsoif, tsoif is a something which like a kerchief, which covers the head and the face. Or v'shel pilyon shoresh, which is also a type of beggar that women put on their heads. So all of these cloths is sheishet's voice, which means if you have niman, which is sticking out of these cloths, sixet's boys, the, the size of sixet's boys, so they're considered part of the cloth. And when the beggar becomes tummy, so they also become tummy. Mashainkin, if the niman that are sticking out are, are bigger than sheishet's boys, so then only Sheshit's boys will become tummy, and the rest won't become tummy, like the Raman will say Bahamshik. That's talking about, so we mentioned a sadin, a sudrin, a tsoif, and a pilgrim sharesh. Now vishal choluk, a choluk is like a, we call it a house coat. Shukarua mitchilasi vatsefi, he knows it's open in the front, and you close it in the front. After you put on this, this coat, is mekapsinesi belulois, you connect it with, with hooks, like with wheel. Us, we'd connect it with buttons or whatever, but you connect it with with, with hooks. Is sheer chut of eser's voice. So the chutim that extend out of this choluk, if it's ten, it's voice, so it's still considered part of the choluk. Now hasogus, hasogus is a, a piece of cloth of, of wool that's made out of very thick wool, or vaharedid. Haredid is very thin. It's like a veil, something which which is a very thin, thin, thin. Thin piece of cloth. Umvahatalis, a talus is what we would call a talus that covers yourself, like a talus godel. So these are Shalish's boys. So that's the shear. The shears, we, we learned the shear of Shesh's boys, and there was a shear of Esarad's boys, and there's a shear of these things of, of Asogos and Ridin. Talus is Shalish's boys. Anything in these items would be larger than Shesh's boys or Esarad's boys or Shalish's boys. The beggar became tummy with Tumas Medis or other Tumas. 
But lapel those that part of the begad, which is not really considered an extension of the begad, and it's not royal lekabel tumah either, because they're just pieces of thread. So therefore, they're not lekabel tumah. Ve'itzorich leim shim noga tumah biyeser shabegator. So no, the tumah doesn't extend to these pieces, and certainly, if the tumah touches these pieces, the begad doesn't become tumah. Kids of these pieces aren't considered part of the begad. Now nimei hakipas shorosh, the strands that come out of a kippah shoresh, which was a, a covering, a small hat that was called this kippah al rosh, that they that, that we spoke about a number of hats, but obviously a hat that's called a kippah, and bahamasve and something that shemanichim arvim al something that the, the the people of 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 in Arab countries they cover their faces with, or vahakilkelin hashzurin menaseir. Kilkelin is a type of chagura, uh, it's a type of belt that's made up of sayer of goat's hair, which is normally used around the behemoth. You put it around the behemoth, you tie it around the behemoth things with this belt, or you tie the saddle to it, which is a mishamish to Adam. And the hapunda, hapunda is like an undershirt, an undergarment, which is there in order to, to take the, the, the perspiration. Vahasimla, Similar would normally translate it, a dress or the hapargit. Hapargit is a, a curtain. Shemanichem alapsochim kmei parechas. You put it on the door. Would be like a parechas. Would be like a something like it would be a, a, a separation or something that would cover the door. Is nimeim kolsho over there? The dinner of these nimen are kolsho. No, there's no share to it. Whatever they have, it would always be considered an extension of the begad. The memela, if the begad is tummy, so these are also becomes tummy. So that's these dinner. So again, we're learning over here, the first two, Halachas is talking about these threads that extend from cloth, and there's different shiurim. There was a share of six boys, there was a share of ten boys, there was a share of three boys, and then we're learning that there are certain things where there's no shiurim. The kippah and masva and kilkalim and punda, so these are things which have no shiur. No matter how big the thread is, it's considered an extension of the begot. Halachi gimel. Mishkoilis shenitmas. Mishtelis is, is, is a weight which you, you use as a plumb line. In other words, you want to know if the, if the building is straight, so you pull it down with a string, and then you see whether or not how it's, is this parallel to the wall, or is it, isn't it parallel to the wall? Is it leaning on the wall? That will tell you whether or not the wall is straight. So that's called a plumb line. Now, this plumb line obviously has the weight, which is being, which is the mishkelis, and then there's the string which is hanging this way, which is holding this weight, or whatever it is, a chain, is mishkelish and itmis, is a reshneim oser tefach, min hachut shalachibolo. So it's regular for this plumb line to have a chut which is 12 tvachim long. So if the 12 tvachim long, so if the mishkelis becomes tamay, so 12 tvachim of this chut, become, which is next to the mishkelis, is also tamay. But if it's beyond 12 tvachim, it doesn't become tamay. Now, if something touches this chut beyond the 12 tvachim, which is cut of the mishkelis, it's tarif. A plumb line which is used by carpenters, so they need larger plumb lines. So then it's shmein aser so that's 12 tefach, because they're building things that, are, that, that, that need a, a larger plumb line to, this, to establish whether or not it's straight. Vishal Banoim, people that build buildings, and therefore they need even a larger plumb line, is Hamisha Mamar. Abba Hayasra, Midas Elo, anything beyond 
So he gave a share of a basis mishkel is a regular plumb line. I'm not sure a regular person would use the plumb line. He's not a carpenter. He's not a builder. But a basis a regular plumb line. So that's the din of twelve tvachim. And then there's someone that a carpenter. That's the share of eighteen tvachim. And then there's a builder, which is the share of fifty amos. Anything beyond these shiurim. The person is interested in keeping it there. Notice he's not interested in, in, in cutting it off. But nevertheless, it's Torah because we say that that's not necessary for the function of the plumb line. And Mele, it can't be considered a yad to the plumb line. Now, Mishkele shall sayodim, shall sayodim, those people that put sid on it, they, maybe the roofers and people that put sid on the side of the building. So they like deal with larger buildings. And Vishal sayodim and artists, people that are making tsuyurim on buildings. Is a filo arukin kolshe, no matter how long it'll be, is to me. So they have even a larger share. Halacha hey. Chut meznayim shel zahavim. If you have a scale that people that, that sell gold are using, so obviously it's not, gold is not, not a heavy weight you're using, and therefore it's a smaller scale. Or shel pelis. Now pelis is a scale. Now you had the scales where there were like two pans hanging from a piece of wood. And you'd put a weight in one pan, and then the question was, you'd put whatever it was in the other pan, and it would be a balance out against the weight. So that's how you would establish the weight of an item. That, that would be a, a scale, what would be called a miznaim. Then there's another type of weight, which is just a straight piece of wood. And you have it, a straight piece of wood. So when, you, when you're hanging a straight piece of wood, there's nothing on it. So then, it, the, 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 <clears throat> then the wood is straight. Mashiach, if you're going to put something on one side of the piece of wood, if you're going to put something on one side of the piece of wood, so then the wood will obviously tilt. If the string is hanging in the middle, if the string is going to be hanging, you're going to move the place of where it's being held up by the string, this piece of wood. So then, so, so if you have a longer piece of wood on one side, even though you have a weight on the other side, so then it'll still balance, because lapel, the longer piece of wood has more weight, so therefore it'll balance out this whatever it is that you're putting on the other side. And that's how you're going to weigh. So the weight is going to be established not by two, by, by putting a, a weight on and then putting the item on and then you'll see the weight of the item because the items are going to be equal. But rather over here you're going to see how big this piece of wood is extended and then you'll know how much, uh, how, how much this thing weighs. In other words, how much, that's how you establish whether or not. That's called a pelis. There's Miznaim and there's a pelis. So Chut Miznaim Shal either the chut of the miznaim of Zahavim, or of shell palace, or the chut where you hang a palace on, which is again a piece of wood, which you measure the weight of something by seeing how far this piece of wood, this, this string which is hanging the piece of wood has to go, and how much is, how much is the side, the, the length. Because when you put something on one side, the length of the other side will tell you how much this weighs. The length of the other side will tell you how much this weighs. If this weighs very little, so then you're going to only have to make it a little longer to, in order to counter out this little weight. If it weighs a lot, so then you're going to have to make the other side much longer in order to counteract, and it should be equal for this weight. I'll call upon it. And we shall shake the argomen tape and those that are weighing fine argomen. Sha'ech is a shekel bay. So the seder advarim is that the person that's making this, that's weighing it, he holds on to this to the string. The tailam is nine miyode, and this. And this 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 scale is hanging from his hand. So the shear is shalish's boy. So you have this chut, which the maznaim is hanging from the chut, either a maznaim shalzov 
or a palace or Sheikh Lear Gomontave, and the Seder is that you hold the chut and the Miznaim is hanging from the chut, and that's how you weigh it. So, how long does the chut have to be for these types of scales? Sholish's voice. Now, that's talking about the chut, which is hanging the Miznaim. What about the actual, the scale is made up of a kona, which means the piece of wood which extends horizontally, and then there's the pans that are coming off the corner, which are hanging on, 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 uh, on, on chains, on little chains. So the din is corner shalom, the corner, which is the, the, that rod which the pans are hanging on, and also the chuteo, and the, the, uh, the, 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 the pans which are hanging on chutim, so the chutim that are coming from this rod, is called shem, there's no shifrit. So the chut, which you're hanging this whole scale on, the shear is, Three, 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 and the other things which are actually being functioning as part of the scale, so it makes no difference how big the rod is, makes no difference how big the length of those things, those, 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 whatever it is that is hang, the, the chutim that are hang, holding on to the pans, which are the part of the scale, whatever size it is, it is, and it's considered part of the scale. That's talking about the chut mizna'im of Zahavim, Pelas, and Sheikh Le'argomotev. Whereas the string which you hang the scale of a scale that's ca- piece, big pieces of, of, of metal, so that string is already now the rod and the and the chutim that are hanging from the rod that's the shear so you have to understand though, by, by Azov we said that the shear is called shein over here he's saying that the shear is that's the maximum that it could be hanging in order to be considered part of the scale. The scale that a storekeeper uses or a regular balabas. So that shear of that chut is tefach. How long should the rod and the chut be that are hanging from the rod? People that are selling wool or people that are selling glass, is tfachayim. So the string is two tfachim. K'nei maznayim v'chutel is tisha tfachim. Abba v'hayesur al shiur emeilu enam chibur. So that's the shiur. We're saying that there's a, there's a scale, and the scale has this chut, which the scale is hanging on. That's one, the shiurim of that chut. And then we had the shiurim of the kona. How big could the rod be? And if the vices of the rod extends beyond that size. So I'm not sure how it works. So the extension of that rod is not considered part of the scale. The extension of that rod is not part of the scale because you don't really need that rod for the scale. So therefore, the extension of that rod is not part of the scale. And then the chutim, again, the chutim, which the pan is holding on, so those chutim are only, there's a certain a certain shear, some of them have a shear of how long the chutim could be that would be considered an extension to the scale. Because the chutim, I mean, if you have a scale that has more longer chutim, so I'm not sure how it would work. Because Lechura knows you're going to connect the pan to the chutim. If the pan is connected to the bottom of the chutim, so what, until now we're learning, you have a chut. So if, let's say you have a chut, the top chut, which is longer than the shear that's being given over here, so we'll say, well, the, the part of the chut, which is next to the corner, which is of this shear, is, is considered part, is considered an extension. Mashain can anything beyond that is not considered an extension. So that would work. Algaras are the kana, the Khura will say the, the, there's a kana which is extending longer than what we're prescribing over here. So you say only the middle part of the kana, 
that part of the corner, which is according to the shear that is being here, that's considered part of the scale, and the extension from both sides, the extension of both sides. So much of you say that the corner should be six tvachim. So if you have the corner, is 12 tvachim. So the middle six tvachim of the corner would be tummy. The three tvachim, which extend on both sides, l'chura aren't tummy, l'chura, that's the pashtos. Now when we're talking about the chutim, the chutim that extend to the pan, is there a pan there, or is maybe there's no pan there, so Mamela will assume that the pan will be pushed on the higher part of this chutim, and the rest of the chutim won't be used, not sure. Halachavav, hachevel shemesarginamitzis. Now the seder was that you would have a bed, so the bed would be made up of, there would be like the frame of the bed, like we have our beds, now you could have, let's say, on our beds, we would have like a spring, and on top of the spring there would be a mattress. So over here, the, the spring, knows the thing that would be support, the person that's lying on the bed, would be these ropes. These ropes that they would make into little boxes, that would be the syrup of these ropes, and that those ropes were tied very tightly across the frames of the bed, and it would be tied in like little squares, and that would be the support of the bed, and then you would put whatever else it is you're lying on, onto those ropes, and then a person would lie on top of it. So hachevel, the rope, shemesargin amitzas, that you use in order to create, that's like the, the base of the bed, the, the base that w- where you lie on. Now the seder was, it's not so clear, but not everybody agrees to in pshat, that they would say that they, they would have the shesi ropes going across the bed. You know, according, along the length of the bed, there would be strings going across. So that would be the chassis strings that were going across the, the length of the beds. And then there would be the air of strings. You know, you would, you would go across from one string, one chassis string to the other. And over there, rather than just going across like in a weaving process, over there, every time you went from one chassis to another chassis, you would tie it. There would be a, you would make a knot from one chassis to a next chassis. And that's how it would hold firmly. And then you would go to the next knot. So that, that's how you would make the bed. Now the question is, so you have this long rope, and you're going ahead, and you're making knots with this Erev rope that's going across the bed, making like little, little squares. Each time you go, you make another square. And now the question is, the rope that's still not tied to the bed, you know, it's hanging out of the bed. So there are Rishayim that hold that that rope, that's really this rope what we're talking about over here, that the rope that's hanging out of the bed even though it's not yet attached to the bed, but it's going to be attached to the bed. Like we learn, so, so Mimele is considered part of the bed. It's considered part of the bed as long as, let's say, the rope was already started, the process, as we'll soon see, that there were already three squares. But vice versa from the Rambam, that's not like that. The Rambam holds that any rope that's not actually attached to the bed is certainly not considered part of the bed. So over here, only the ropes that are actually attached to the bed is considered part of the bed. But in order to be considered a bed, you had to start making with this rope three squares. Once there's three squares, so those ropes that are on those three squares become tummy. That seems to be what the Ram holds, and the Ram talks about it, it brings from others. The rope that you make these squares on these beds. When is it considered the rope? When you go ahead and make four little squares, so then that rope, as we're saying, which is already tied to the bed, they become tummy. They become part of the bed. Now when you touch this rope, notice you make a rope. You make a, so when you, when you reach the next chassis, you make a knot. So whatever is inside that rope, and there's the rope that's like in between 
those before the 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 shesi which you just made the nar on, so that part of the chevel becomes stomach. However, then it becomes stomach. Any part of the rope, it's not so clear in the lotion, but any part of the rope that's beyond the place where you made the knot, until three is boys, because you need, notice, the knot and any rope that was before the knot is obviously part of the bed now. Any piece of the rope that's beyond the knot is not yet part of the bed. But on the other hand, in order for that knot to hold, you have to have three a little bit of rope sticking out of the knot. You know, you can't cut it off right from the knot because then the knot will fall apart. So how much do you need? You need Shalosh's voice. So the three heads voice of the rope that's beyond the knot, that's also considered part of the, part of the, part of it. Why? Because that part of the rope is necessary for the Keshev. And therefore, and that's Harim Beklalamita. For Chutz L'Sholosh's voice, but anything that's beyond the Sholosh's voice, because you made the knot and you have a big rope st- hanging from it. So the pale, three as boys of that rope is, is considered part of the knot, even though it's outside the knot. But anything beyond that is Torah. Even if you're going to cut off this rope, you have no intention of cutting it off. Because now you're going to make the next knot with the same rope while it's connected. But even if you would connect it, the kesher wouldn't have been untied. So therefore, this is considered part of the bed. It's not... I'm saying, Lechur, according to the Raman, comes out that this idea of three is in order to make them, notice this, this rope, which was connected to the bed, if there's no three little squares, so that even the rope which is connected to the bed is not considered connected. Masha'inkein, if there are three squares, so then those rope, that part of the rope which is connected to the bed is considered part of the bed, but any part of the rope which is beyond the, the, the knot, so, the, so it's not really connected, so anything that's beyond the three heads boys is not considered part of the bed. That seems to be the case. Halacha zayin. This is talking about in the process of making the bed. Now you have a chevel hayetzim namita. You already made the bed. You have a full bed already. And you have a rope that's coming out of this bed. Shehit tmeya, which the mita is tmeya. Now the question is, is the rope also tummy? Now the question is, now we have a rope that's ten tvachim long, so that rope could be used to hang the bed. If the rope is less than ten tefachim, I'm sorry. If the rope is less than four, is only less than five tefachim, it's only four tefachim. So then it can't be used at all. Mashainkin, if it's if it's from five tefachim until ten tefachim, so then it could be used to hang the bed. Anything beyond ten tefachim is not really necessary for the bed. So that's this dip. Chevel hayetzim and amita, a rope that's coming out of a bed, sheitmeya, which is tummy. Is ad safe harbor If this chevel is only four tvachim, knows until four tvachim, and it knows the, the chevel is not really more than four tvachim, so then the chevel is tar. Why? Because this rope doesn't do anything for the bed. So since this rope is only four tvachim, it's not more than four tvachim, so it's not mitzorch yamita, it can't do anything. However, if this rope is already five, started being five tvachim, or more than five tvachim, until ten tvachim, so then that rope is tummy. Then that rope becomes tummy. Because such a rope would be used to be tail and samitas. However, once it's bigger than ten tvachim, so the first ten tvachim is taka Anything beyond the tenth vachim is tor. So again, you have a rope extending from a bed, 
So if it's only four tvachim, so then it's not letzer chamita, and therefore it's tar. If it's more than four tvachim, until ten tvachim, so the rope is tummy, becomes tummy, and then <clears throat> it's considered like an extension of the bed, so it becomes tummy together with the bed. But if it's more than ten tvachim, so until ten tvachim becomes tummy, but anything beyond ten tvachim is not tummy. Now avnet shall orig shemakifan eselamita kedei lekabetz ivores. So you would have like a narrow; it would be like a gartel. It would be like we use takagartel. You have something that's woven, but it's not big. It's narrow. It's very narrow and it's very long. It's a very long piece of, of woven material that goes around the bed. And the purpose of it is is to keep the pieces together. Whereas a bed is made up of a bunch of pieces. And so in order to keep it tightly together, so you have this avnit of arig, which is going around the bed, the, be, the bed in order to keep the pieces together. Vihia nikra mizron. And that's called mizron. So this is the part of the Mizran which actually goes around the bed. And then there's the part that's hanging once you finish going around the bed. And now there's a part that's still hanging out of the bed. Is Ad So until Asorat Vachim, which is hanging outside the bed, is considered Mitzorach is considered part of the bed. And it's good for the bed to have this. It shouldn't like stop right away. You have to have like a little bit longer in order for the Mizran to hold. If it's more than 10 Tvachim, is Einim Mitzorchamita, that's not called Tzorchamita. That's din number one. Then the Ram says another din, or Mizran Shabal, if you have a Mizran that already started falling apart, is a Nishim Imenu Shiva Tvachim, Kedelasis Imenu Chavok Lechamer, is Arizim Mekabal Tumah. So this Mizran was Mekabal Tumah originally. And now this Mizran is no longer functional. In other words, most of the Mizran is gone, but there's still seven Tvachim left. Now, seven Tvachim is you could put it like, Use it a chavok lechamer. Chavok lechamer is that lechamer has a saddle, has like a something on top of it. So in order, so you tie it around from one part of the saddle to the other part of the saddle under the stomach of the chamer, and that's what hold the saddle tight. That would be called the chavok lechamer. It would be a chavok going under the stomach of the chamer, holding the saddle tight. So if it's seven tefachim long, so then it's functional for this chamer, and therefore it also still remains something which is royal kabultum. Halachetes, mita sheit meya medus. You have a mita which is tummy medus, and now umizran yetsimimenu, and the mizran is coming out of this mita. So the din is ada sorat vachim is areu avatumik mita atzma. So it's considered an avatumik because it's considered an extension of the mita. So it's considered an extension of the mita. So the mita was makabel tumas medus. The chiddush of tumas medus is that it becomes an avatumik. Normally, when something is makabel tumah. A keli is makabel tumah. It becomes a rishon letumah, unless it touches a mess. But mashenkin, if it touches a sheret, so it becomes a rishon letumah. Mashenkin, if by medus a mess, it becomes medus hazov, so it becomes an avatumah. So this this mizun is also an avatumah. Vahakel medus. However, measor luchutz, the part of the of the mizran which is beyond ten tvochim, is lepel. It's royal lekabel tumah. So therefore, hareu kemaga medus. It has the din of maga medus. A maga medus means it touched the medus, so it's a rishon letumah. Now, Doris Azov ala Mizna Yetzim Yasoru Lufnim, Doris Amizra, Doris Azov ala Mizna Yetzim. Before we were talking about the Zov sat on the Mita. Now over here, the Zov sat, who stood on the Mizran, which is sticking out. So, Miasoru Lufnim, if he stood, since this Mizran is considered an extension of the Mita, and since the Mita is royally Kabul Tumas Medris, so you could also be Makabul Tumas Medris through the Mizran. Because me'asoro lufnim, the part that's me'asoro lufnim is haria mita kulimedus, so it becomes the mita becomes medus because the mizran is considered an extension of the mita. 
However, me'asara l'chutz, if he stood on me'asara l'chutz, is teira. Because since it's not part of the mitah, so therefore it's not a kabbalani tumah at all, because it's not royal l'medus. Ba'medvarim amurim l'medus. So that's the number one. So we're saying the number one is that a mizron is considered an extension of the mitah, only the first ten tvachim, and after that, beyond that, it's not considered an extension of it of the mitah. And therefore, if a, if if a, there was a medris, the mitah was there was tumas medris. So the mizron also has a din of tumas medris. And if a, if the zov stood on the mizron, so the mitah becomes a, a tumas medris. Mashenkin, if the zov stood on the mizron, which is beyond ten tefachim, it doesn't become tam. Now, b'medvar mamurim that the mizron only ten tefachim becomes tamei is only lemedris. When we're talking about tumas medris, what part of the mizron could become tumas medris? And what part of the or what part will become maga medras, and what part of the mizran could be makabel tumas medras, avulish tumis. But as far as other tumis is concerned, afilu me'ami. Even if the mizran is sticking out me'ami from the bed, kuli chibur ketzan mizran shukarich lamita. You have a mizran which is wrapped around the bed, and the hichnis ktsase le'elames, and part of this mizran went into the elames. Eishenoga sheres b'ktsase or sheres tot part of the medras. The part of the med. The Mizran, Eishenoflo Mashkun Tmeim Amit Tzosi or Mashkun Tmeim fell on it is Nit Mesamitu. So the Mita becomes Tami together with the Mizran. Rose Legabi other Tumas, the Mizran is always considered an extent, no matter how big it is, is considered an extension of the bed. Even if the Mizran is extending a hundred Amma, but nevertheless, the Mizran is considered an extension of the bed. Halachiyut. Mita Hatmeya Mezras. A Mita was Tami Mezras originally. And then the karakla mizran, and then you added the mizran after the mita was already tummy mezras. So now, since the mizran became part of the mita, so therefore hakel tummy mezras. So the mizran also has the din of tumas mezras. So the mizran also has the din of an avatuma becomes a part of the mita. Now hifrishay, you went ahead. Now you separated the mizran from the mita. Is a mita is mezras kshalhayit as pasha. The mita remains a mezras. Abu hamizran is maga mezras. The mita is no. The mizran is no longer. Part of the mita, so therefore the mizran is considered magamedus. Hoisa tmeya tumashiva. If the mita was a tummy tumashiva and the karakla mizran, and then you, added, you you wrapped around the mizran around this tummy tumashiva, is cool. Tmeya tumashiva. The mizran becomes part of the bed, and it's also tummy tumashiva. However, if rishi, then you went ahead and separated the mizran from the bed. Is he tmeya shikshoisa? The bed obviously remains tummy. Above our mizran, tummy tumasera. The mizran, since it only touched. A tummy to mashiva, so the male is only tummy to myself. Now, how is it to myself if the bed originally was a tummy to myself and the karakla mizran and you put a mizran around it? So while the mizran is attached to the bed, it's a kill tummy to myself. However, if Rishi went ahead and separated the mizran from the bed, so the male of the bed can be metami the mizran with maga maga because the pale, if something is tummy to myself, so it's only a Rishi the so the male, so it can be metami a keli. So if Rishi is he tummy to myself. The bed remains to me to herself. Posh it. But the Mizran is stored. The Pashas Advarmanar is when the Mizran becomes connected to the bed, it gets the dinam of the bed. When the mita, when the Mizran is separated from the bed, then it has a din like it touched the bed. Whatever the bed is, if the bed is was Tumas Meder, so it's a Tumas Arif. If the bed was a Tumas Tumas Shiva, so it's a din, uh, it becomes like an Avatum, because with Tumas, it becomes a, 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 also Tumas Arif, rather. And then, but if, if the bed was originally only a tummy to myself, so then the mizran can't become tummy. Halachi yudalv, mita shikarech aleim mizran, and then v'noga behen ames. So then I killed tummy to myself. So the whole bed, including the mizran, 
is Tamitim Ashiva. Pirshu. Now you separate the Mizran from the bed. It's still Tamitim Ashiva. Everything is Tamitim Ashiva because Lapel, the Mizran didn't become Tame because it was Negeb or something that was Tamitim Ashiva. It was part of the bed which is Tamitim Ashiva. And now it's, it doesn't become like Ashavar Keli. So it's still Tamitim Ashiva. Now Nogaba Sheretsuki If originally, while the Mizran was attached to the bed, a Sheretz touched the bed. Which included the mizrun is to make to maserus. Everything is tamit to maserus. Pirshu again. Now the mizrun was separated. So again, the mizrun is not becoming tamit because it touched something which was tamit to mashiva. The mizrun became tamit because it's keilu the sheretz touched it because it was part of the bed. So therefore, now even the one who was separated is tamit into maserus. Halacha yud base kera shahoisa tamit You have a, a, a leg of a bed. And originally, this leg of a bed, Vaisus was functioning, was, we were able to sit on this leg of the bed, and Azov sat on it, or leaned on it, and Mamele became Tommy Tumas Medes. Now, the Chibra Lamita, you took this Kera, and you connected it to the Mita. So till now, we were talking about the Mita was Tommy, and you connected a Mizran to the Mita. Over here, we're talking about the Kera is Tommy, the leg is Tommy, and you're connecting the leg to the Mita, the Chibra Lamita. So now, it's Amita, called the Medes. It's the same thing like we learned before. Just like the Mizran became part of the bed, so the Mizran was Tommy Tumas Medes. So over here also, the bed became part of this Kera, and the Kera was Tommy Tumas Medes. So Mela, everything becomes Tommy Tumas Medes. Now, Pirsha, they separated the leg from the bed. Is a Kera Tmeya Tumas Medes The leg of the bed was originally Tommy Tumas Medes, so it remains Tommy Tumas Medes. Of Avahamita, the bed becomes Maga Medes, as it is in Avahamaga Medes. Vechenim Hoysa Kera Tmeya Tumas Shiva, same thing, the Hebrew Lamita. So now the Amita kul it meitu meshivah. Kilu noga mes bekera shelo. It was as if the mes would have touched on the kera while it was attached to the Mita. So obviously the entire bed would be considered tummy to meshivah. So the same thing now, even though it didn't really touch the bed when it was attached to the kera, but now since the kera is now attached to it, so it has it in that it's all tummy to meshivah. However, vim hizal Amita, and atke dekach vim hizal Amita, if right now you're going to deal the hazoya on the Mita, is tarav a kera beklolo. So even though really the kera was the one that was talking to Meshiva, and now you're being maz on the mita, but since now the kera and the mita are one, so it became so much one that the hazoya on the mita could cause that the kera should become turf. However, then pirsha kedem hazoya, if it was pirsha kedem hazoya, so originally the kera became part of the mita, and memela the whole mita is talking to Meshiva, and now they were pirsha, is a kera tmei to Meshiva kshoisa, still remains talking to Meshiva, but amit mita is tmei to Maserif. Because it touched the kera. Now, hoisa kera tmeya tumaserif. If it was originally tmeya tumaserif, and bechibru lemita is akel tami tumaserif. Now, pirsha. So it's the same thing like the mizram before. We're just working the different. Before the the, the mita was tami and it was causing the mizram. Over here, the kera is tami and it's causing the mita. Pirsha. Now the kera was pirsha. Is hey he tmeya tumaserif? She still remains tmeya tumaserif like it was. Aber vamita tehera she ain't tami tumaserif menames. So Avlad Atume can never be Metame a Mita and Memela. So therefore now that the Mita is separated from this Kera, which was only Tommy Tumaserev, so it can't be Tommy Tumas Magad Tumaserev, because Magad Tumaserev is Tur. The Chena Din, this Din would also be Bishain Shomadir, Shenitma Bemesev. Your mother, you have like a rake, a rake that you have the rake and one tooth of the rake, so to speak, broke off. 
And that tooth of the rake had a din of a keli, of which you designated it for something, and had a din of a keli, and it became tummy mess. And then you took this tooth of the rake and you connected it to the rake. So the same thing. While the tooth of the rake is connected to the rake, the whole rake is tummy tumas shiva. And if we disconnected it, so then it becomes maga, maga of tumas shiva, etc. Et if it was a tumas erev, so when it's connected, it's tumas erev. When it's disconnected, it becomes tar. Mechena din b'shen shel madish nitma b'mez v'acharkach chibre l'mad. 